episode of the Educational AD Podcast brought to you by Violet Defense. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and experience you need. Thanks again to Violet Defense for sponsoring the Educational AD Podcast. Go to their website at www.violetdefense.com. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive. We actually have a Sideline Interactive video score table at our school, and it is fantastic. It's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. Uh, you can also see what their fantastic products can do for you. Email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to give a big shout out to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Wall of Fame by Vital Signs has a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen options and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, visit www.vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started on your own digital Wall of Fame tribute, call us at 614-981-3589, or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check their boards out. They are really cool additions to your school. Finally, we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your school's athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives the 95% of the players and parents who really love your program a voice and helps demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials. And then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to a very special episode of the Educational AD Podcast. This is our 200th uh, interview, and it's a very special one. We are... Uh, going to be talking with Greg Purdom. 
Uh, Greg is currently the uh, an assistant football coach at Missouri Valley College. Uh, but he's a longtime high school uh, and college athletic director, a high school coach. And uh, for those of you that uh, have read my book, The Athletic Director's Toolbox, you'll know that uh, you know Greg gets a shout out as my uh, key athletic director mentor. So it's a real honor and a pleasure to have a good friend on. Greg, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate the opportunity. It's I was been looking forward to it ever since we spent some time this summer. Yeah, those were uh, definitely some good times. Um, for our audience, we are recording this on September 8th, so it's going to be very timely by the time you listen to it. Also, if you uh, pick up some uh, strange noises in the background, uh, we have some roof construction going on at our studio today, wouldn't you know it? So uh, uh, we'll just bear with that. But Greg, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you grew up, where you went to school and college and uh, your long path that uh, has brought you now back to Missouri Valley. Well, it's well, I went, grew up in Oklahoma City, had an opportunity to come here to Missouri Valley College and play football and get an education and everything. Left here and went to a small school down in, er, down in uh, Southern Missouri and had an opportunity to get back to Oklahoma for eight years where I was um, the head assistant offensive coordinator at Enid, Oklahoma. And Coach Gibbler, my head coach, called and asked if I'd be interested in coming back and coaching the offensive line and putting in a strength program for him. And I couldn't get back up here fast enough. So I was held that position for four years and, and he passed and chose me to succeed him. So I was, became the head coach athletic director for the next five years. And that's where I learned probably my most valuable lesson in education in life was the fact that I, 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 nobody's bigger than the job. So after I was let go, I went down to Florida for a couple of years at a high school down at Ferndina Beach. Uh, had a chance to get back to the Midwest, was in Dodge City for one season, and then took the job at Central Methodist University as a head coach, strength coach, head football coach, and left there, went back into high school for the next 17, 18 years. Retired from high school, uh, told my wife I'd move her back home. And so we retired, moved back to our forever home here in Fayette. Was fortunate enough to get back on staff at Missouri Valley with Coach Troth. Um, he put me in charge of the JV program, which I'm all about, and uh, coaching a position and getting to recruit. So life just doesn't get any better right now. I've lost your sound, Jake. I am a professional podcaster. Okay, goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, I, as I was saying while I was on mute, um, you know, that was a very quick trip through a, a very, very impressive career. Um, let's take a little bit of a deep dive. Um, you were a very successful high school coach, and then you got the call to come back and uh, join Coach Gibbler's staff. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, you know, you took over for him, not just as head coach, but also as the AD. Um, what were some of the challenges uh, that you, um, you know, had to work with uh, on a very large scale 
being the athletic director at a very successful uh, college program? Well, I think some of the biggest things was that, uh, you know, I, I started said there weren't budgets for each individual sport. I set the budgets up and, and getting everybody to live by budget and everything. Um, I think another thing was the fact that the, the, which is a key I feel for any administrator, making sure you're hiring good people to come in as you have coaches openings and being able to trust them and turn it over to them, not micromanage and just kind of oversee and, and, uh, have discussions periodically with them, but they'll hire good people to take over and, and help develop and build the athletic department. You know, um, you know, that's where you and I first met, you know, you uh, took a chance on a, you know, a high school and a Juco track coach uh, from, from the Pacific Northwest. And, um, you know, we were only together there at Valley for two years, but those two years really impacted me as a, as a coach and later on as, as an AD. Um, talk about some of the things that you think are, are, and now you're back at Missouri Valley again, where you played uh, such a legacy. What are some of the special things that you see about Missouri Valley over the years? Well, I think it's something that, you know, I talk to a lot of recruits and a lot of parents and everything. You know, we offer something that most places really don't, especially to college educate with the college education. You know, we're bringing in first and foremost to get that college education and graduate but we're giving these guys an opportunity to participate and kind of learn in life to be able to what you do with opportunities when they're given to you. You know, what you do with an opportunity is, is up to you and being able to take it and run and do the best that you can, I think is something that a lot of places, especially colleges don't do. You know, they'll, a lot of times you'll talk to a college coach and they'll say, well, he can't play high school football. Or he can't play college football. And as you know, Jake, we won an awful lot of games with, ton of those guys that coaches said, well, they can't play college football. It's, it's the guys giving them an opportunity, putting them in the right spot, and allowing them to exp um, explode with that opportunity. Yeah. I mean, it's so true, you know, putting kids in a position to be successful and then you as an AD putting coaches in that same position. Great stuff. For our listeners, we were visiting with Greg Purdom, uh, assistant football coach at Missouri Valley College. Uh, we're going to hear some more from him, but right now let's take a break and hear from our podcast sponsor, Violet Defense. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and experience you need. Go to www.violetdefense.com for more information. And thanks to Violet Defense for sponsoring the Educational AD Podcast. We're back with our interview with Greg Purdom, assistant football coach at Missouri Valley College. Greg, in our profession, we always talk about the importance of leadership and particularly mentorship. And uh, I always ask, who are some of the mentors that you've had? Um, maybe family members along the way or, or coaches or people you've worked with or worked for. Uh, who's had a big impact on your career that you can share with us now? Well, I think my career started, uh, matter of fact, with Coach Gibbler. Um, like I said, was, being, was our head coach. Um, he was my advisor. 
Um, I came up here, wanted to play football. He's the one that convinced me that I'm coming up here to get an education. Thought I wanted to get into business. He redirected me into um, education. And but I get down and here I am my senior year and they want us to have two teaching credentials. And I said, well, I guess I better find a second one. So getting into education, I think was, and going to college and following his guide and, and the way that he, uh, the way Coach Gibbler guided us. And I talked to so many alum that they use the same comments and a lot of the same methods that he used on us. And when I came back, and so he was a major, major mentor through getting into football and education. And I left and when I went back to Enid, Oklahoma, the guy who really taught me football and taught me how to uh, prepare and how to, how to work was Ron Lancaster. He, uh, he was my mentor, major mentor uh, through coaching and everything. But it was interesting because when I came back to Missouri Valley and was an assistant under Coach Gibbler, uh, it was the opposite end of the spectrum because Coach Lancaster is one of those guys that was highly intense, never wanted anybody sitting comfortable, uh, always wanted things turmoil and busy and working. Then you get to Coach Gibbler and he's run the same offense for 22 years and this, you know defense for 22 years and hadn't changed and. Matter of fact, I got back and I said, Coach, I said, I understand 23 man and 29 lateral. And but what are all the colors of the blue and the white and the brown? He said, Oh, those are backfield sets. I said, Oh, okay, no wonder I didn't know them. I didn't need to. But he was the opposite end of the spectrum from Rod Lancaster. You know, I can remember getting ready to load up for a JV game one day, and he's waiting on the bus after time was to leave. And he waited on two guys, and they got on the bus late. And I looked at him, I go, Coach, how can you not? get after these guys he said because there's 20 there's 52 other guys on this bus that are doing things right to want my attention and that's where it's going to go so being able to take that and learn that and always remember that is has allowed me to kind of mold and and uh, put the two packages together to allow me to kind of become my own person realize that you know when you're the head coach and i've told, talked to a lot of guys that you know, I just tell them, you know, you don't understand all involved being a head coach, but being the head coach, it's, it's not for everybody. But being able to make yourself happy, live with yourself and making the, what you feel are the right decisions because you can't keep everybody happy is, is a big key being a head coach. And I think it falls into the athletic director too. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, oh, I don't want to oversee everybody. I want to oversee everybody's program, but I don't want to micromanage your program. And, you know, just making sure they're doing things right, doing the best they can and everything's uh, at the advantage of the institution. No, and again, as you were talking, I just going back to, you know, the time that we spent together. And as I said, it was only two years at Valley, but uh, the rest of that staff, you know, uh, you know, Mike and Kevin and Darren, um, you know, we're still 25 years later, you know, we're still great friends. We still, you know, connect with each other and, and we accomplished uh, a little bit during that uh, two year span. So very cool stuff. Once again, we're visiting with Greg Purdom, uh, Hall of Fame uh, football coach at Missouri Valley College, uh, back for a second stint as an assistant. Uh, we're going to take another quick break and hear from our sponsor, Sideline Interactive. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive uh, video score tables and boards. Uh, we actually have one of their video score tables in our gymnasium, and uh, it is very, very cool technology. 
It's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but sideline interactives, indoor scoring tables, and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo to see their tables and boards in action and see what these fantastic products can do for you. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We're back with Greg Purdom. Greg, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, you've had a long career as a coach and an AD, uh, both the high school and the college level. What are a couple of things that uh, you know maybe you've done as an athletic director or even seen at other schools that you know when you sit back and, and take a look at them, you go, Boy, these are really great ideas. What are some best practices you can share with us? Well, I think some of the biggest things that I did when I was an assistant before I was athletic director was if I, if I had an idea of something and thought it was going to make our program better, then I would suggest it to the head coach. I didn't need to have the credit for getting something done. You know, I just wanted to be able to make our program better. And I did the same thing as an athletic director. I think the biggest thing as an athletic director is to be able to support your coaches. You know, if you can't support your coaches and defend your coaches, then you may have the wrong coach in place. But being able to support them and help them get what they need and what they want to be successful, I think, is a big key, regardless of the cost. You know, I mean, you need to be able to justify everything and uh, support what they want. So the more support you can give them, I think the more uh, – productive they're going to be. Well, at the same time, you know, I had to deal with a couple of coaches there at Missouri Valley. You know, I mean, you're going to make sure you're doing things right. You're doing things legally. You're doing things correctly, not just for the program, but for the school. And when you've got instructions by a doctor for a certain athlete to perform with certain equipment on, um, a la knee brace after surgery, and you're allowing this guy not to do that, or he can possibly injure himself again, I think you're open yourself and the institution up for liability case. And so, you know, when if guys, if people aren't going to listen and do what they're supposed to do and don't have the institution's best interest at heart, then sometimes you need to take that tough step and part ways with people. And I think, you know, being an, a good administrator is something you have to be on the good side and the bad side, like I said before, and not micromanage but just making sure they're following proper rules and regulations for the conference or the institution. So it's best suited for the student athletes. What are, um, uh, what are some things that, you know, you see now that, um, you know, maybe have changed a little bit um, uh, as far as the role of the athletic director uh, compared to when you first took over at Missouri Valley, or even, you know, back when you were an AD at the high school level. Well, I think the biggest thing is to realize that you cannot do it all. You have to be able to have people help, um, give some responsibilities to other people. You know, right now there at Missouri Valley now, we have two associate athletic directors, and one is in, jar in charge of all game management of all the different sports and everything when they, anybody plays at home. And uh, they, they've really taken the pressure off of the, the main athletic director and um, allowed him to be more productive 
and oversee, and then he deals with the administration where the two associates uh, deal with him. And so it just makes his life that much easier and just more pleasant as, as, as an athletic director, as, as you know. Yeah, and again, with all the, the teams and facilities you guys uh, have added there uh, since you, know, you and I were there back in the 90s, uh, you know, very impressive, okay? Well, we've got, we've got 32 varsity sports and every one of them carry a JV program. Uh, everything's recognized by the NAI. The one thing that we do have here that's very, very strong program that is not recognized by the NAI is uh, the rodeo team. And they've, uh, they've been very, very successful. We started that when, when I was back there before and they've been very successful, just not recognized by the NAI. So those 32 teams, I think we've got 1500 enrollment this year and 1200 of them are athletes. So as I was talking to a coach the other day, um, scheduling a JV game, he was wanting to know if we could schedule the JV game instead of at six o'clock, we'd start at four o'clock because that's their fall break. He says, I know you all have an athletic period and I never even thought about it but that's exactly what it is because there are no classes scheduled after three o'clock until evening classes after dinner. So, you know, and I just, I just assumed it was like that everywhere and it's not. So very fortunate to be able to take advantage of an opportunity like that too. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's also in the best interest of your student athletes too. Great. Absolutely. Stuff. We are visiting with Greg Purdom, uh, assistant football coach in Missouri Valley and longtime high school and college AD. We're going to come back, but uh, let's take a break and hear from our podcast sponsor, Vital Signs Wall of Fame. We want to give a big shout out to our newest sponsor, Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Wall of Fame has a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen options and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, visit www.vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started on your own digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. The FIAAA here in Florida has a Vital Signs Wall of Fame system and it is very cool. It's a great way to recognize your students, your school and your program. So check them out. Greg, uh, we just came out recently of, uh, for at least for me anyway, it was great fun watching the Olympics. And we had some tremendous performances by the, you know, the men's and women's teams. Uh, but we also saw, um, which is a very good thing, an increased discussion about uh, the challenges that athletes are facing in the area of, you know, social and emotional health. Uh, Simone Biles certainly very candid about the challenges that she's experiencing. Uh, and so this has been a question I've been asking some of our ADs. How can an athletic director find uh, the right balance between, or a coach as well, um, you know, say a, an old school approach, so like when you and I came up, you know, come on, you gotta be tough, you gotta get back in there. Um, 
and marrying that with being aware and uh, sensitive to the challenges that a Generation Z student athlete is experiencing these days. Uh, do you have any advice for us? Well, to me, you know, that's that that's life. That's life. Having to deal with life. I mean, I'll be honest with you. When I got the each time I've been fired, that's hard to take. Well, so what do you do? Do you sit back and, and cry about it or you get back up on the horse and go? I mean, learning how to deal with the ups and downs, learning how to deal with the goods and the bads is, is life. That's going to happen, you know, and, and the old woe was me. I just, I'm just not good with the old woe was me. You know, if I'm having a bad day or if I see one of the kids having a bad day or a coach having a bad day, I'll just pull them off the side and say, hey, you know, what's going on? What's wrong? Well, I'm having a bad day, they said. Well, who can fix that? There's only one person can fix that, okay? And I tell the kids all the time, if you make a mistake, how do you make up for it? They look and they think, and I say, all you can do is just play harder and move on. You know, being able to be aware as, a, as an administrator, as a coach, and realize what's going on around uh, the community, the life, it's in the news and everything, I think is important, but it affects everybody differently. Being able to be there for them and talk with them, have the time, have the open door policy, and let them bring it to you because they're going to they're going to see it different than you see it, and you're going to see it different than I see it. So I think as long as we can be there, be aware of it, and be supportive when they need it, I think is the main key. But here again, only you can fix it, and it's your thought, and that's going to be. I wish I could tell you that's going to be the only time you're going to have a tough time in life. But that's not, that's just part of it growing up. Yeah, again, you, you're so right. Uh, it's, it's such an individual thing. And, and our job as coaches um, is, is to be there, be there for the kids uh, and, and help them through those tough times. But uh, well, and I absolutely I, right. It's, it, it's, I think also, I think also that, you know, that's the difference between a, a good coach and a mediocre coach, um, being able to recognize your kids and know your kids and know how to help them, know how to motivate them. Uh, the term I've used for a long time is learn how to flip their switch. Some of them you got to get after, some of them you got to stroke. So it's just being able to learn your kids is going to allow you to be a lot more productive as a, as a coach and as an administrator, whether it be your kids or your coaches. No, right on. Very good. Um, once again, we're visiting with Greg Purdom from Missouri Valley College. Uh, we're going to take one more break and hear from our toolbox sponsor, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. And then we're going to come back and hear about uh, Greg Purdom's uh, athletic director tool suggestions. Stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the athletic director's toolbox. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also allows the 95% of the players and parents who really love your program a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Let them help you take your program from good to great. 
Well, Greg, uh, again, um, if the people haven't figured it out by now, you know, we are uh, very good friends and it's always great catching up with you. But right now, uh, I'm going to task you with uh, sending out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go in your athletic director's toolbox? Well, I think, I think the, you know, anytime I get a new coach in um, and talk with them and everything, or if somebody asks me to write a letter of recommendation, there's three things I always look for and mention and talk to and want people that are working with us and our kids to be able to be the same way, you know, and you and I had the same conversation years ago, you know, Hey, I'm busy with my job as football coach and athletic director. I don't have time to do your job. So I expect you to take the initiative to do the very best you can and do what needs to get done. You know, I tell that to the coaches. I don't, if we have something to meet about, we're going to meet. If we don't, then you got things to do and you know when it needs to be done. So it's up to you to take that initiative level and get your job done. The other thing is, uh, the second thing is to be professional. Being professional, the way you present yourself, the way you talk with kids, the way you talk with administrators um, on campus, off campus, all the time. Don't ever forget the position you're in because the way people look at you is totally different from what you see. It's just me being me, but they see you as a different person and kind of a, kind of up on a pedestal. You know, the kids will react to you and parents will react to you quicker than they will somebody down on the curb or out on the street or something because of your position. And the, the how can I say, the pull that you have with the kids and in your spot and everything. And then I think the, uh, the one of the biggest ones is the third factor, and that's loyalty. Showing your loyalty to your coaches, showing your loyalty to your kids, to your program, to your institution, and being able to be loyal in every aspect you can and being open upfront and honest with them. And I think anybody that has talked with me or been around me, and I don't think you'll argue with this at all, that nobody has to worry about where they stand with Greg Pertle. And sometimes that gets me in trouble, but, but uh, being loyal and being honest is a big thing. So, you know, the three things I think for whether it be a young coach, a young administrator, or even an, an older one, even in our boat, is the initiative to get your job done, the professionalism all the time, and how you present yourself and your loyalty to the people that you're working with and for. Uh, uh, you are absolutely right. You know, there is, is no questioning, uh, you know, where, you know, I am with you or you are with me uh, as far as that loyalty. And uh, I remember <laughs> like it was yesterday having those conversations in your office or in our uh, conference room with the other coaches. Great stuff. Greg, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and uh, pick your brain a little bit, and uh, I encourage you to do so. Remember, this is my uh, athletic director mentor we're talking to. How can they get in touch with you? They can email me at Purdum S P U R D U M S at M O V A L dot E D U. Uh, my cell is 660-537-2510. My wife gets on me all the time. Why do I answer all the phone numbers that I don't recognize? And I said, because it could be a recruit. It could be a parent, you know, there, there's just no telling. So anytime anybody has any questions you know, you can email me, you can call me on my cell. And uh, if I don't, because I don't carry it with me all the time, if I don't have it, I'll call you back. Okay. 
Greg Purdom, Missouri Valley College. Thanks so much for being on the uh, program today and all the best uh, for you and the Vikings for the rest of the season. I appreciate the opportunity and, and uh, we'll take all the luck we can get. Thank you. <laughs> for our listeners, thanks as always for tuning in. Remember the Zoom recordings of these interviews are uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, thanks for listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD.